Hello, everyone. Welcome to the KW Maps Podcast Growth Edition, where you learn one specific strategy a KW Maps client implemented to sell more homes. Today, you'll meet Alan Cottrell, a real estate professional in Knoxville, Tennessee, who joined KW Maps just a year ago. You'll learn why Alan invested in Maps Coaching, how he implemented the career visioning model, and how training and hiring talent helped him leverage his time to scale his business. Alan hit a wall in 2017 with just two closings in the first quarter for a total of 6,000 GCI, then ended the year at 242,000 GCI. If you like this podcast and want to subscribe, search KW Maps Podcast on iTunes. You can also go to kwmapspodcast.com. So let's get right into it and listen in on the interview with Alan Cottrell and Diana Kokoska. Hello, this is Diana Kokoska, and welcome to MAPS Podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you for listening in today. We are going to hear from a great agent, Alan Cottrell, who has a story. And his story has been a reinvention from the ministry into real estate. He's from Knoxville, and listen to what he has been able to do by implementing the models and systems of Keller Williams. So, Alan, tell us your story. Well, Diana, uh, I've been in real estate now for about six years. Uh, prior to that, I was a minister full-time doing music and media and drama for about uh, 30, 35 years. the age of 50, I found myself needing to reinvent myself and our life and our lifestyle a little bit. Um, my wife and I talked about it. I ran into a, a gentleman that I had met through a previous transaction who was a KW agent. And uh, he asked me to come speak with him. So I told my wife, you know, what would you think if, if you know, I got my license and, and we got into real estate? And so that was six years ago, um, was in that uh, relationship with him and his team for about a year. Left KW at the end of that year uh, in 2015-16. My wife got her license because we were so busy and I needed help. And uh, so she got her license and came alongside of us. And uh, so she's joined me now in the uh, in the business, and we're working side by side. And um, it, it's been a it's been a great ride. We're having a, a fantastic time um, learning. We came back to KW about a year ago, and that's a story in, in and of itself. And it's just been a, a fantastic um, fantastic journey. So you were with Keller Williams, left, and then came back. Yes. Um, 2000, at the beginning of 2017, we, our business had kind of stalled. And at that point, we uh, took our last, gosh, I guess $1,800, we had about $2,000 in the bank, took $1,800 of that and signed up for Bold. And my wife and I had been, she you know, had her license, was riding around with me in the car, and we were having a great time selling real estate together. She said, but I just don't feel like I'm contributing. I don't feel like I'm adding a lot to the business, although we've had a, a good time spending time together, of course. And she said, I really want to do more. So we talked to our broker about it at that point. And she said, I know he'll answer any question I have. Diana, she said, I just didn't know what questions to ask. And I said, we need to go to Bold. I took Bold my first year uh, in, in real estate, and it really kind of jump-started me and, and gave me the, the confidence 
and the tools to get started. And I said, that, that's what you're missing. And so we signed up for Bold, and about three weeks in, we were on our way home, and she looked at me, and she said, this is what I've been needing. This is, this is what I want to do. And I said, do we need to make a change? She said, we need to be a part of KW. We need to be a part of this group. And so that's when we came back to KW in March of 2017. Well, it is so glad. I'm so glad to have you back. So how yeah. did Keller Williams help you create this successful career? Because let, let's just talk for a moment. What would you have done if you wouldn't have had bold? <laughs> well, I, uh, when we were talking about this, I said, you know, if, if we hadn't been able to turn that around last year, right, I'd probably be a Walmart greeter and, uh, you know, she'd be flipping burgers at McDonald's. But uh, when we got through, got through bold at that point and realizing where we were at and what we needed to do, um, it was it was understanding the difference in being an agent and living transaction to transaction and being a business owner. That was the big and, aha for us. You know what I love about that? And, and we need those Walmart greeters and we need the people that flip the hamburgers <laughs> for everyone, absolutely. right? And, and so yet what we're saying is your life would have been so different. And what happened, though? You went from having a couple of closings to taking bold. We, when we got through bold and started putting those systems back into place, and, and that was my second. I'm now we're we're both enrolled now in our third bold. Um, the we went from those two closings in the first quarter to uh, doing almost nine million, about eight and a half million dollars the last three quarters of 2017 in volume. Wait, you went from two closings. To eight and a mm-hmm. half million in the last half. Over, in the last half of 2017. Absolutely. So you did the homework in bold. We did the homework. We committed to the systems. We committed. We signed up for coach for Maps Coaching, and um, and when, the more that we talked about it and looked at it, you know, this is our shot. This is our chance. I'm 55. Uh, she's. Uh, beautiful and um <laughs> she's, she's 56 we've been married you know 34 years and she said you know this is our shot if we're going to do this we really need to be all in and so we agreed to that we talked about it we prayed about it and decided this is what we're going to do and so we've committed to the steps committed to the systems and the systems work you know at our age getting started you know I, my concern is always we've gotten into this too late and, and what I'm finding is that someone's already been there and done that. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. If you follow the systems, the systems work. Uh, regardless of the market you're in, the size of the market, to me, that's the key. You know, some people say that, uh, wow, those scripts, those systems, they're old school because it was so long ago that they were used. Yet you're telling me they work today. They absolutely work today. You know, the whole thing about scripts is once you, once they become part of your DNA and you use them, your your brain resets them to the to your verbiage or to your personality, so that you're not caught off guard. You don't stutter when you talk. You speak with confidence. You're ready for objections or you're ready for questions, and you have the opportunity to to be and not just to sound like an expert, but you are one. Because you're following people that have, have done the homework and have, have set the standards. And so you know that you're speaking with, with, 
years of expertise behind you. So what's your favorite script or let's say your favorite objection that you just really go into a listing and you go, bring it on, I'm ready? <laughs> uh, my favorite one is, is when they tell me, well, we're going to be talking to other agents. We really appreciate your time and they want to they want to put me off. And and so, you know, my, my favorite response to that is, well, if there's other than that, is there anything else we've talked about tonight that I haven't been able to answer or that would keep you from signing the listing pr- presentation and allowing me to sell your home tonight? And it's for you. Yeah. And, and, and they'll, they'll come back. Well, you know, not really. I said, well, I can understand that calling another agent that you've already got an appointment with might be a little awkward for you. You know, I've worked with these agents. I know a lot of those agents. Let me call them for you. Let me let them know that you've decided to list your home with me. And I'll encourage them that if they have a buyer, we would still like to have them to be a part of this transaction. Would that be all right? And, you know, 99 times out of 100, they'll say, yeah, that sounds great. So uh, You nailed it. You did a great job on that. Hey, Alan, what is the likelihood of somebody getting a listing if they walk out the door without it? Oh, it's uh, less than 50-50. I, I just, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've really found that over the, you know, the last few years that if, if, I, if I leave without that listing, I'm not going to hear back. And the next time I drive by that house, somebody else's sign will be in the yard. Um, yeah, you've got to give it all you've got. Give it all you've got. And using the scripts that we have in bold and, and looking at my numbers over the last year with my MAPS coach, um, if I can get the listing presentation, we've got a... 90 to 92% uh, uh, closing rate on getting the listing. Wow. Now, I got to ask you, how did you run your business before you were with Keller Williams, before you went to Bold, and before you had a coach? Uh, uh, when we were, were talking about this earlier, my wife and I kid about this, you know, you know prior to that, there was a, a lot of prayer and a lot of bourbon. Um <laughs> And not always in that order, unfortunately. Now, you, it's, you, you live, you start living in fear and, and you find yourself pushing and you're living transaction to transaction. And the problem with that is that all of your livelihood, all of your success is based on this particular closing. You're not looking at the big picture and you've got the pressure of making this happen and making it happen now. Your business knows that, your clients know that, and they feel that pressure. And it's, it's a negative affect around your business. Um, when you look at it as a business rather than transaction to transaction, then you have the opportunity to see that this is one piece in a large pie. And this is just a problem. It's an opportunity it's not, uh, it's not the end of the world, but it's an opportunity to work together and to solve problems. And if you can do that, then we'll get this to the closing table. So you go to Bold and you're doing really well. Why did you decide to hire a MAPS coach? Well, as when, when we had committed to Bold, and here we are now three, maybe four weeks in, the Bold coach is talking about other opportunities of learning um, we had already decided we're coming back to, to KW and, uh, and the opportunities there. And my wife and I, of course, when we're in bold together, we're not on the same team. We're not at the same table. And they're start, starting to talk about MAPS coaching. I'm sitting close to the back of the room, and my wife stands up and looks at me and goes, you're in. 
you are in, we're doing this. <laughs> and I said, yes, ma'am. And because um, I didn't want to walk home and I wanted to sleep at home that night. But um, as we as we did that and we talked about it later, I said, this is a huge commitment. I mean, you know, we're, we're talking about quite a quite a big monthly commitment over a period of time, you know, for the next year at least. And uh, we looked at the numbers, realized how how much it could affect our business and what a small percentage that would be of, you know, two closings and we've paid for bold and for coaching. And uh, so we decided, you know, we're all in, we're going to do this. If, if this really works, you know, then let's give it every, every chance. Let's, let's, let's give it all we've got. So, so that's what we've done. And it's uh, completely, uh, completely renovated the way we do business over the last year. So did you just want a MAPS coach to be your friend and talk to him? What did you expect? <laughs> Absolutely not. My, one of the first questions the coach asked me when we were doing the, the, the initial interview was, he said, on a scale of one to 10, how honest can I be with you? And I said, you know, I, I, I'm not paying you to be my buddy. I don't need a friend. I've got friends. I can make friends. I need somebody that's going to hold me accountable and uh, and push me. I don't know exactly what that looks like, but I want you to give me all you've got. And uh, and that's and that's the way it's been. And that accountability, knowing that every week I'm going to be talking to him about my numbers, about the commitments I've made with him that I've made to myself and my family and my team, um, has you know I look forward to that call every week now. I look forward to sitting down every night or every week and looking at my numbers and, and forecasting where we're going to be in two months, three months, one year, three years, five years down the road. And, uh, and that's, that's been huge for us. Well, John Davis definitely has this focusing on numbers and all the MAPS coaches do. And also, Gary, though, has taught us to be into self-mastery. With you being so determined to master your craft, was there any justification or fear that you had to overcome in your mind? Oh, I was, I was scared to death. I mean, this is, you know, going from being salaried my whole life as well as my wife being salaried. And now we're both working on strictly commission, um, committing to another financial commitment month to month and week to week. Uh, that was scary for us. But, you know, it's either we believe this or we don't. The systems work or they don't. Uh, this is a chance for Keller Williams, these systems, and the universe to show us that, yes, this is true. It really is the way that, that, it, that it's supposed to work. And that's the way it's been. Um, it, it has been it's been a, a phenomenal ride. Well, remarkably, you talk about models and systems, which is the Keller Williams way. So... How did you use those systems to solve a problem? And what problem did you solve? Well, I think the, the, the number one thing that, uh, that we learned and, and that my MAPS coach has been working with me on is the importance of hiring talent, of, of leveraging correctly and appropriately to give us more opportunity. Um, one of the things that, you know, that helped us be more successful from the beginning of 2017 and moving forward was the amount of time and the determination that we were doing. But there are only so many hours in the day. Um, I was working all of those hours and then some, 
And so I knew that we had to do something to, to leverage to, uh, as, as the MREA book and the one thing and those things teach us, that moving forward, the way to do that is to hire talent. And that has really become my, my main thing, my, my number one thing right now is looking for and hiring talent. Okay, so let's go into that a little bit because in the MREA book, page 234, talks about talent, and there's two types mm-hmm. of talent. Yes, uh, you've got capacity talent or cul-de-sac talent, I believe is the way that it refers to it. And, you know, the, the cul-de-sac is you've got somebody, they're, they're good, they do what they're, they're supposed to do, but they're not going anywhere. The job they're doing is all that they can do. Um, capacity talent grows to the level of the opportunity. As the opportunity grows, they expand and grow with it. And my first hire was Dynamite. Uh, that, that hire was a former client of mine. When we started looking for an EA, uh, my wife and I both said that, you know, I think she's the right one. Uh, we interviewed her, met with her and her husband, talked about the opportunity, talked about our vision, which they both bought into immediately. And so that was a great hire for us and was by the book. And uh, as I talked with my, match, my, my, my MAPS coach, and as I talked with my MAPS coach, and we, we looked at some buyer's agents, there were some folks that I brought on the team because, you know, they were impressed with what we were doing, wanted to give it a shot. They were not the perfect hires, but uh, we, we brought them on. And they were probably not the capacity talent we were looking for. And since then, we have graduated them on. They're still with KW. They've got their own team. They're starting uh, next month. They're going to be absolutely fantastic agents. Um, But they weren't the right fit for us. And so we've gone back now, hired a couple of other agents. And uh, they're agents that are, as we talk about in career visioning, they're agents that push me to be a better leader, that push me to give them information, not people that I'm having to pull along to get work done or to show them how to do the process. And uh, those are the people that I want on my team that raise me and push me up. And it's so doing, I'm able to teach them and train them and show them how to, how to perform their own business. That's a learning right in itself. So did you hire the way that Gary Keller says to hire? First, your executive assistant. I did. She was my, she was my first hire, definitely. Um, other than my wife coming alongside of me. And, you know, one of the things that when we looked at um, my wife working with me um, and being an EA and the amount of teaching and training that that was going to require, I knew at that point I could be her husband or I could be her coach and boss. I couldn't be both. So <laughs> we needed to be partners. So we knew that our first hire had to be, uh, be an EA. Um, she calls her my work wife. Uh, who who has permission to push me, to nag me, to remind me, to uh, work my schedule, to make sure that my calendar is full and get me to the next uh, to the next appointment. And so that hire was was dead on. Um, the other hires that I've made were were not quite as uh, by the book. And so we're having to go back. And I told them flat out, you know, I'm I'm new at this. I'm learning this too. Uh, this is a new process for me, and I'm learning how this works. And so we give each other grace. We work through those things. As I said, you know, they're all still in the business and working with other teams or starting their own team now. And we, we're committed to making right hires and following the systems. So what's working better now that you've implemented the systems? 
Uh, well, now that the system is working, I have the ability to focus on on my 20%, my one thing, and stay where I need to be. Um, it creates more business. It creates stable business for us. Um, I'm sleeping through the night. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> very important, thing. by the way. It's a good thing. Uh, I wasn't doing that in the beginning of 2017, you know, when we were, were not having closings. And um, so having having that leverage and knowing that when I wake up in the morning, there's business waiting for me to do. There are things for, for me to get up and get started to fulfill the purpose that we've set up within our, with our team, with our organization. And, you know, we're a small team right now. It's uh, my wife and I, my EA, and, uh, you know, three other agents. And, uh, you know, we're committed to continuing to grow that, to growing our downline, which, which has been a, a tremendous opportunity for us as well. Um, we're all about uh, the, you know, seeing how profit share works. And, and uh, that's a, another tremendous opportunity that really sets us apart from the other agencies and brokerages that are out there. And so, you know, following those systems and committing to that has given us the leverage and the opportunity to, to fulfill our purposes and, and to grow. Okay, so you started out taking your last $1,800 to attend a bold class. And now, what's happened to your production? Well, you know, we've we have grown every year that we've been in the business. When I when I left my my prior organization and came to Keller Williams again in 2017, the broker said, "You're nuts. You're you're growing. You've almost doubled your business, you know, in 2016." But then we hit that stall at the first part of 2017 and uh, knew that something had to change because I was approaching burnout, and I think I just you know we were tired and and. Um, Things were not working. We committed to bold. We went from those two closings to um, with about $6,000, literally, in, in GCI over those first three months to attending bold, committing to coaching, and closed the year with a, a GCI of over $240,000 and somewhere between 60 and 70 transactions for 2017. Wow. So... What can you do now that you couldn't do before? <laughs> it's a great question. And we love to tell the story. You know, one of the things that, that we, we talk about in, um, in Bold and in all of the teaching that we're learning at KW is what is your big why? What is it that gets you out of bed in the morning? And we committed uh, a long time ago, but especially as we were transitioning in our 50s and starting a new career and a new path, our big why is our big give. We want to be able to support our family, to support mission projects, to help build a legacy and, and, and be able to, to give more than we ever have and in a way that we've always wanted to but never had the opportunity to. And now we have the opportunity to support those causes quietly, which you know, is how we like to do it. And um, you know, being in ministry, I was always on the fundraising side. I was the one knocking on the door, making the ask, you know, hey, we've got this great project. Here's an opportunity. Here's a family in need. Here's a group we're trying to support. Here's a, 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 an orphanage in Africa that needs, uh, you know, water cisterns. Here are, are some opportunities. Now we're at a point where we're able to find projects like that or things that strum our heartstrings. And uh, we're supposed to help support that. And we're able to do that, to, to write that check or to bring other people around us to help support those causes. And that's been absolutely a, a, 
a life change for us that, that we never want to look back on. Well, and it's great because I say, do your giving while you're living so you know where it's going, right? <laughs> exactly. I love that. Yeah, that's good. And you can do that. Now, those are little sayings, and people have sayings all the time, maybe a motto, sure. maybe a mission statement. Do you have one? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ours is to, to develop wealth in a way that honors God. We're, we're a family of faith that, that honors God, supports our family, will help build a legacy, and that will help other people that are on our team or in our group uh, or that we're able to lead, that will support others in a way that allows them to grow and become all that they're supposed to be so that they can fulfill their purposes as well. And that's, that's, that's what we're doing. And, and we're, we're seeing that every day. We, we talk about that and that opportunity. You know, what's interesting to me is that you really can tell that you have a purpose-driven life and that you're living for that purpose. Mm. What advice do you have to all of the listeners in regards to that purpose? How do they find it? Well, I, I think you have to. I think you've got to discover your purpose. If, if you're just about making money, uh, if you're just about the next transaction, you know, that's going to that's gonna lose its, its shimmer after a while. Um, it's got to be more than that. You know, I've heard you say and, and, and have read so many times that money is good for the good that it can do. You're, you're, you've got to have a purpose. You've got to have something that gets you going. Mine is leadership. It's teaching. Uh, it's mentoring, it's coaching, the the training that I'm receiving through my MAPS coach and, and the things that I'm do, able to do as part of the ALC in our uh, market center um, is what juices me. I mean, it just absolutely gets me going. Uh, I, I take every opportunity I can in our market center to teach a class, whether it's career night, which is fantastic. By the way, it's a great way to grow your downline if people are needing to do that, you know, learn that presentation and, and, and become part of that, volunteer for that. Um, we, we do that once or twice a month, depending on the schedule. The opportunity to be involved in agent skills camp and training to our boot camps to Ignite, all of the things that you can do in your market center to train and to teach and to grow people and watch their light bulbs come on and watch them have success and see them uh, take that next step and realize, hey, this really does work. And, you know, it's, it, it is just, uh, it's thrilling to see that happen and to celebrate with them and realize we're not in competition. Uh, there's enough business out there that we can do this together. We can all hold hands and skip to the closing table, as I like to say. And, uh, and we all get to share that and be a part of that. And Keller Williams has built a system that allows us, when the folks on our team and in our market center are successful, we all benefit whether that's through profit share or the growth of our team or our company or our branding in the area. Well, and the greatest part about that is we really don't compete with others. We complete each other. And when people hear that, and that's what I hear in your voice, that you're committed to helping people. And by Mm. that, you're selling a lot of real estate. Alan, this is so much fun. So what do you have for our listeners out there? Closing thoughts. Well, I think, you know, one of the things that, that, that you really have, have got to focus on are the opportunities and the systems. The, the team that I was on, and I'm still close to those people the first year that I was at Keller Williams, um, I'm still close to those people, but they would look at the system and their first thought was, yeah, that's what the book says, 
and that works for most people, but we're different. We're going to do it a different way. And, and it was dysfunctional and it, and it didn't work, unfortunately. Coming back, what I've realized is that the systems and the models are in place and they're proven. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. If, if you follow those systems and you put those in place, they will work for you. You don't work for them. The systems work for you. Take advantage of bold, of maps coaching, of, um, career visioning. If you're going to grow a team of uh, the, I'm, we're, my assistant and I are going through the, uh, the perfect real estate assistance course right now. And that is, is already growing our business and our energy and, and, and the momentum that we have going into the second quarter of, of 2018. And one of the things that, that I think is so important, and, and you're a great model of this too, Diana, that you never stop learning. Always be a learner. As long everyone that's a good leader knows that you learn more when you're teaching than when you're a student. Any class that I prepare for, whether it's script practice with somebody that's on my bold team or in my team, whether it's one of the classes in the market center, every time I prepare for that, I am just reinvesting in myself as well and teaching and learning what those systems are. Every time I go through it, I go, oh, wait. Yeah, I know. I knew to do that, and I missed it. If I had done that last week, hmm, let's put that in my database. And you just start getting that into your programming. And the more that you take advantage of those opportunities, the more it's going to grow you, not just as an agent, but as a person and as a leader. So, you know, to me, living and leading is learning. And if you'll, you'll commit to that, then you will grow an amazing business and opportunity with Keller Williams. Yeah, you got to learn like you'll live forever and live like you'll die tomorrow, right? That's what I say. <laughs> Absolutely. And I got to tell you that our business really does grow to the extent that we do. I have mm. one more question for you, though. Sure. Sounds like you went from E to P. <laughs> and the other people that don't want to take on those systems and models keep banging their head against the ceiling of entrepreneurial. Right. What was it that caused you to go from E, through your ceiling of achievement, on to being purposeful and living the biggest life you can have? Well, I think part of that is the white hair that's on my head. Um, I've earned every one of those white hairs. <laughs> and, and just the knowing that we don't have unlimited amount of time. And so if I'm going to use my time to the fullest, if I'm going to leverage the tools and the resources that are around me, then to do that, I have to be purposeful. I went through the uh, six personal perspectives class. And every time I take either that class or bold or talk about maps coach and realize the commitment we're making, I'm finding more and more that it's not about the transaction. It's not about the sign in the yard. It's about living with purpose and positivity. And when you do that, the business comes to you. You know, we're in a market right now where things are fantastic. But what we have to understand is that when you live purposely, we're not dependent on the market to make a living or to be successful. If we will live with purpose and be 
knowledgeable and become an expert in our field, then we can survive and and succeed both financially um, and personally, whether the market is up or whether the market is down. It's still just doing business and working it as a business owner and not living just from closing to closing and check to check. So there you have it. Alan, thank you so much for being on our podcast and for taking time out of your busy day to educate our listeners about your experience and about the specific strategies that will help any KW agent sell more homes. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and want to subscribe, search KW Maps Podcast on iTunes. You can also go to kwmapspodcast.com. As always, success is simple, not easy. And with that, we'll catch you next time on the KW Maps Podcast, Growth Edition. Take care.